Welcome to the Living With Less podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMattis, and I'll be bringing you weekly episodes to encourage and invite you along on this journey of living with less of the things getting in the way of our relationship with Christ. Here's today's episode. Hey, everybody, welcome to an episode of the Living With Less podcast. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas season and happy new year. It is so hard to believe that we are in 2023. That is so wild. I cannot believe the podcast was birthed in January of 2019. That feels like it was yesterday, but at the same time, it feels like so long ago. And I'm just so grateful for all of you who have continued to show up to this space and to share the podcast and to be full of so much grace during this season of pause. And I am just praying and feeling led by the Lord to really start pouring into this space again. And so I will share more on what that looks like at a later date. But here we are a first episode of 2023, and I'm sharing about what I had written that I actually sent out to my email subscribers first, and then I felt led to share on Instagram about what this year for me is going to look like, what I have felt the Lord really stirring up in my heart, and that is inviting people into my home, whether that be one-on-one or a small group of women, but just bringing people into my home to gather as believers, not necessarily doing Bible study, um, but just bringing people in to have relationship and to give space for relationships to flourish and breaking bread together. It's all so important. And also in that is the blessing of mentorship and what it looks like when we come alongside the younger generation and have the opportunity to not only pour into them, but honestly have the blessing of them pouring back into us. Over Christmas, I was able to spend time with two of the girls that I've just had the honor and privilege of walking with since they were turning 16, and now they're gonna be 23 this month, and it's really wild. But I've just had such a wonderful time getting to be with them and just hear what's going on in their lives, and they get to see glimpses of what's going on in my life. And it's been a really beautiful thing. And God has used the last few weeks and being able to spend time with them to just really convict my heart and wanting to open up my house, wanting to open up my home and invite people in no matter what is taking place, no matter if there are toys all over the house or if my children are napping or if they're awake. Um, It doesn't matter. Inviting people into your life is a really sweet, sacred thing. And it's something that I do believe we have really overlooked in the last six to eight years in this Christian bubble that we live in these days. And what I mean by Christian bubble, I mean through social media, what we see the the top Christian influencers doing, everything looks perfect and their children are perfect and their homes are perfect. And that's just not a reality. And I'm not seeking perfection from an outward um, example. I am seeking perfection and holiness in Christ. And so what does that mean? What does that look like as we live that out? And so I wanted to start in Matthew 28, which is the Great Commission, and just remind not only you guys, but to remind myself what Jesus said in the Great Commission and how we are called to live out the mission of Christ to the world around us. So Jesus said, and Jesus came to them and said, I'm in Matthew 28, verse 18, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, 
teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So right there we see, and we know, and I'm sure most of you have heard the Great Commission, that we are called to go make disciples. We are called to be in the body. We are called to be with people. And the only way you can make disciples, the only way we can um, have the iron sharpening iron relationship is if we are actually spending face-to-face time with people. Yes, I understand there are online relationships and friends that you can meet through an Instagram app or Facebook or whatever type of app you are on. Yes, you can meet people. And it doesn't mean that they can't um, come alongside you and walk alongside you. I have women that I have met where we Marco Polo and they are iron sharpening iron in my life. They are. However, there is truly nothing like being face to face with another believer and having them do life with you. And I've shared for years on this podcast about a handful of women who are older than me, who have poured and poured and poured out in my life since my early 20s. And our relationships are so fruitful. It is so special to me. And I know that no matter what, they are always there for me and that I am also there for them. And as I've grown in my faith, and they obviously continue growing in theirs, it becomes more of a friendship than just a mentorship. And it's truly seeing the tightest two life lived out on display with these women. And it is such a gift to me. So I wanted to just talk about this with you guys as we start the new year, as what can it look like to open up your home, whether it be to a younger generation, the generation that you are in, or even an older generation, spending time and pouring into the generation that is several years above you. We have um, an elderly couple that lives behind us, Mr. Jerry and Miss Susan. We absolutely adore them. And it has been an incredible blessing for me to be able to go sit with her and have coffee with her on Christmas morning. I took her a coffee cake for them for breakfast and you could tell it meant so much to her. But what the most beautiful part of the coffee cake, taking that on Christmas morning, was the letter that I received from her and the note that came with it too. She wrote me a card and put a little letter inside of it that she brought back with the dish after it was all eaten. And she shared how much God blessed her through me walking that coffee cake over to her home. And that's the stuff that we miss when we get sucked into thinking that I don't have the time, I don't have the capacity, I don't have the house, I don't have the stuff to do these things. Those are lies and distractions, I fully believe, from the enemy. Because when you read the Great Commission, Jesus doesn't say, when you have the perfect home, when you know how to cook, when you know how to bake, when you have all the time in the world, Jesus doesn't say that. But what Jesus says is, go and make disciples. Teach all that I have commanded to you, and I will be with you until the end of the age. He is always with us. And that is what we need to take forth into this year, is that Jesus is the reason that I do the things that I do. When the Holy Spirit convicts my heart, that is Christ chiseling away my flesh and making me more into his image. And that is what I want to walk in. And so for you, maybe you're listening to this thinking, okay, I have a a small home or I have a really tiny apartment or I don't have furniture that I want people sitting on or whatever you might think the problem is. Take that before the Lord and ask him, Lord, Please change my heart. 
God, please give me eyes to see the space that you have given me as a blessing and as a way that I can love on other people, a way that I can pour into the next generation. Lord, help me not think that things have to be perfect, that I have to attain some perfection of this world to do what you've said in the Great Commission. So I want to challenge you with that, that that would be something that you take forth into the new year and that 2023 would be the year where we stop putting so much weight in the online world and the platforms and all of those things and really start bringing the body of Christ back into our homes, back into living rooms, back to breaking bread together. And the story that I want to share with you that I really hope this encourages you because I have prayed for years to have a group of stay-at-home moms that are in my season. We all have little children and it has been really, really hard for years because nothing has ever come to fruition from that. And I have been praying and praying that God would open that door. And by God's grace, he brought two girls, their twin sisters. They were out in Arizona. The Lord brought them back to Ohio. They don't live too far from me now. And they also have two girlfriends out by where they live now. And they were so kind to invite me to start meeting up with them. And from us getting together and meeting up and me reconnecting with the two sisters, we've blossomed a really incredible friendship that is not only rooted in the season that we're in, but most importantly, rooted in Christ and rooted in what God is doing and what he desires for us and for our lives. And we can have really hard conversations and really funny conversations. And we've been doing brunch where we go either out where they are or they come here to my house. And I cannot tell you what a blessing it was for me to have them in my home and to get to cook for them and to get to sit on the couch in the living room. And we laughed and we cried and we were just saying, how amazing is this? How beautiful it is when believers come together and they just do life. They're honest And we are just sharing about what God is doing and what he's doing in our marriages and what it's like parenting little, little ones. We all have babies. And it's just been such a rich, sweet time for me. So shout out to those four girls that have blessed my heart and have been such an answer to prayer. The other two circumstances I wanted to share about is one, I have a neighbor. I have prayed for seven years for a neighbor that loves the Lord and seeks the Lord. And finally, last year, um, Rachel and her husband and their two little girls moved in. They live catty-cornered to me in my backyard. And I cannot tell you how special it has been to have a neighbor where they just come on in through my gate and I walk over into their yard. And it's just been such a blessing, but we don't get that unless we invite. We don't get to live that way unless we open our doors and we extend the invitations. And so often rejection is what gets in the way of doing that. Satan puts the lies in our head and our flesh flares up and feels like, I don't want to be rejected. What if somebody tells me no? What if they don't like me? That doesn't matter. Your obedience to God, your extending of the invitation is obedience to the Lord and it's for the Lord. And then you trust him with the outcome of that. For me, being able to go and meet my new neighbor when they moved in last year, that turned into a beautiful friendship. And I think we took a plate of cookies and Cam colored a picture. That's how it all started. 
And I am so grateful for Rachel and the time we have spent together. And you have the four girls where they have invited me into their friend circle. That can be really intimidating as a young woman in her 30s to enter into a friend group that's already somewhat established. That can feel like something we don't want to do, but it has been such a blessing. And then the last circumstance I want to share with you, I told this on the podcast, my word, back when it began. So back at the very beginning of 2019, again, I was just praying for one stay-at-home mom that I could meet that lived in my area. And the Lord opened that door. It was through Instagram. I saw this girl was a stay-at-home mom. She lived in my area. I reached out to her. We met up at the zoo. And from that came a friendship. And now our kids are in preschool together. And we've been able to do life together. And that is such a blessing. And why I am stressing that and and stressing the blessing that it is, is because those things would not have happened had there not been an invitation. And so I am praying that this encourages you to invite someone into your home, invite someone out to coffee, invite somebody just to hang out after church at your church. You don't even have to go somewhere and really dig your heels in and get to know other women that are either in your season, a generation behind you, or even a season ahead of you. And truly seek deep intentional relationship. Don't let the lies of the enemy and the pull of the distraction of online relationships get in the way of true face-to-face communication and conversation. And what I wrapped up my email that I sent out, it said this, and I thought this was so important. And this is what I want you guys to just take away other than going and extending an invitation is this that we need to give God the glory in our homes and in our hearts as we open our doors to hosts, that we can no longer shrink back and think that our homes aren't big enough, pretty enough, or whatever lie the enemy has tried to sow. If we have a roof over our heads and a floor where people can sit and a heart willing to extend the invitation, then we must do it. We cannot delay, but we need to walk in obedience to the Lord. And again, leave the outcomes up to him. And I pray that this year will be a year where we as women of Christ will start to open up our doors and open up our hearts and start inviting intentional relationship and be able to see it bear fruit in our lives. So guys, I'm going to do a quick prayer and then we will wrap this up. I want to just pray for our year. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for who you are and who you are um, in our lives, Lord. Um, Jesus, I just pray that this year would be a year where we as women in Christ would invite others in our homes, God, that we would truly open up our hearts to deep, meaningful relationship. And God, I just pray that the enemy would have no foothold in just spewing the lies of rejection and worry and fear that comes with extending invites. God, I pray that you would just open doors, um, Lord, and bring women together in your name for you and your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So you guys, I hope you have a wonderful week this week. I will be sharing more on what this podcast is going to look like. Like I said, I do feel the Lord opening the doors up again. I'm so grateful because I have missed this space so, so much. You all are so special to me and I just thank you for being here. So I hope you guys have a great day today and a great rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. You can find everything we talked about at chelseadematis.com. If you have any questions, please reach out over social media. I'd love to chat. 
If you enjoyed today's episode and are loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you left a review on iTunes or shared on social media. Your kind words and encouragement mean the world to me. And I pray to continue showing you God's grace over my life as you all journey this out with me. Wherever you find yourself listening today, know that you are fully loved and fully known by God.